0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm Katherine Gordon of Sugar Freedom and SugarFreedom.com and the Six Week Transformation Challenge. Well, it's Monday, and I have decided that every Monday I will do my Monday Motivation Show, and this Monday it is the Thanksgiving Edition. So the one thing I do want to make sure to give you today is the recipe for the Thanksgiving turkey that I will be making for my family this year. So why don't I dive in with that and get started on it. Now, this is from Vogue magazine. If you want to find this, you can go to Vogue.com, and this is the Helmsley and Helmsley edition. They are sugar-free, grain-free, and gluten-free. They are the authors of The Art of Eating Well, if you want to get more of their recipes. So I'm going to be making their turkey this year. This is called Heritage Roast Turkey with Bacon, Celery, and Apples. And this feeds six to eight comfortably with plenty for leftovers. And the turkey should take about three hours to cook or 15 to 20 minutes per pound. A 12 to 14-pound Heritage Turkey Outdoor Reared, I'm going to be getting an organic turkey from Deistel Farms. And the turkey is to be at room temperature for two hours before roasting. And then they're calling for unsmoked, pasture-reared bacon rashers. I will be using, quite simply, uh, Daly's uncured bacon, four tart apples, such as Granny Smith, sliced, two sticks of celery, chopped into chunks, one cup of water, plus more if needed. Here we go. Preheat the oven to 475 degrees. Dry the turkey skin with kitchen paper. Rub with softened butter or ghee. Season well. And stuff with lemon halves. Place the turkey in a roasting tin surrounded with the chopped apples and celery. Pour in the water, cover with parchment paper, and put in the preheated oven. After 15 minutes, turn down the heat to 325. Baste well, then continue to roast for another two to two and three-quarter hours, removing the parchment one hour before the end of cooking time. Check if more water is needed and cover the turkey with the bacon. Oh, boy. To check if the bird is cooked, stick a fork into the thickest part of the thigh, and the juices should run clear. Remove the turkey from the oven, lift out of the tin, cover with foil, then leave to rest for 30 minutes. What could be simpler? Can you believe it? It really only had four steps. So as I said, go to Vogue.com, Helmsley and Helmsley, and you'll be able to find that online. And I'll also put a link in the show notes. So we are two weeks into the six-week transformation challenge. One of the reasons I decided to create the challenge at this time of year is I wanted to help people get through the holidays while either losing weight or continuing to get their fitness goals. It's a combination of sugar freedom diet and training, exercise, motivation, and goal setting. So I'm going to give you a couple of the techniques that we are using to get through this holiday well more than get through the holiday, to thoroughly enjoy it without having any guilt at the end or the added gift when suddenly you wake up on January 3rd and you've gained 10 pounds. No. Now, we've already seen some wonderful success. A number of our challengers have lost right around 5 pounds. The top loss has been 7. I'm sitting here at 6 pounds lost. Very, very exciting and very happy for everyone and their results. So... The most important tip that I want to give you today that we're using is we write down our menu for the day in the morning. Get up in the morning, sit down, quiet moment, write down what you're going to eat that day. So we commit to what we're going to eat. Now, if for some reason you feel that you need to add something, you get out your transformation diary, you write it down. Very, very simple technique. A lot of people know that writing down what you eat can help you to eat, help you to lose, 50% more fat over the course of a body transformation period. But I believe that writing it down first can be even more effective. So don't forget to do that. Now, here's another very, very simple strategy that we're using. One of my issues has been insulin resistance over the years. A couple of years ago, I ended up with high fasting morning blood sugar over 100. One of the tools that I use, to help me deal with sugar and deal with glucose metabolism is Bragg's apple cider vinegar. Now, there's a couple of ways you can use this. You can make the morning to- tonic, which is one tablespoon of Bragg's, one tablespoon of lem- lemon juice, 14 to 16 ounces of water, a little liquid stevia if that's too sour, and drink that. Now, here's another technique. If you don't like the tonic, here's what I do I just simply take that tablespoonful of Bragg's hold my nose, drink it down, and then I chase it with water, and then I drink lemon water throughout the day. So there's another way that you can solve that. We do have evidence, scientific evidence, that apple cider vinegar does seem to help in glucose management. Also, I do have a glucometer, so I do check my blood sugar in the morning. And yesterday was my bonus day, but my fasting blood sugar in the morning was still at 86, which I think is just great for me. Let's talk about that bonus day, shall we? Because it really is important in terms of Thanksgiving, if you're in the U.S., or anywhere else if you have a special holiday or date meal or occasion meal coming up. The bonus meal is a meal that we have once a week in which we eat and drink whatever we wish as long as it isn't a trigger food. Now, what do I mean by a trigger food? I mean any food that you cannot eat in a reasonable standard amount. Let's back up a little bit. My reality is, and the reality of a number of the people I coach, is I am a sugar addict. Sugar, carbohydrates, grains, those starchy carbs. When I eat sugar and grains and processed fat all mixed together, look out, it is a fat-gaining bomb for me. So my solution is to eliminate the foods that trigger me. Now, some people I work with are not necessarily addicted to sugar or grains they find that on their bonus meals they can enjoy some things that that add added sugar or have grains, maybe a very special cupcake from uh, that lovely cupcake making place downtown. I don't know if you have one. We have one. If sugar and grains do not trigger you and you're eliminating them for fat loss and for energy and for that look of use, then that's fine. You can go ahead and have them on your bonus day as long as they don't send you into Overeating, especially not compulsive overeating, which is something that I also deal with. So there's a couple of strategies for you: write down what you're going to eat in the morning, enjoy the morning tonic, and then also have that bonus meal once a week, so long as it doesn't trigger you. So I hope you enjoy the recipe for the Thanksgiving turkey. So going on, yep, Moden day motivation podcast. So we've told you to drink your tonic, we've talked about blood sugar. And we, now we're going to talk about the biggest challenge that we face as we go forward. So six-week challengers, this is especially for you. And this is also for everyone else who's been, living, who's been listening. As we get two weeks into the challenge, what we are seeing is some challenges with hunger and satisfaction. This is very important. I want to give you two techniques to help you not get into a place where you're overwhelmingly hungry. Two things, we have to drink enough water and we have to prepare enough vegetables ahead of time. This is a good time for me to tell you that my friend Maureen McGarry is going to be joining us on the day after Thanksgiving. We do not shop on Black Friday. We just do not go there. So she's going to be calling in from Hawaii and I'm going to be calling in from Sonora and we're going to be talking about fat loss during the holidays and other interesting holiday tips as well. But one of the things that Maureen and I both agree on. And she tends to be, you know, a little bit more more fruit on on her diet. I tend to go a little bit more towards a ketogenic diet. But there's one thing that we both agree on, that it is incredibly helpful to build your body on a bed of vegetables. One of the things that happens when I end up in a situation where I overeat, and very often where my students end up in a situation where they overeat is there hasn't been enough appropriate, satisfying, nutritious food prepared early in the day to keep us full and satisfied on into the day and through the afternoon. So I'm going to give you a very, very specific tip on how you can do that. So what I did this morning is I took a bunch of asparagus, I cleaned it, I trimmed the ends, and I heated the oven to 400 degrees, got out the broiler pan, and I put in some lemon-flavored Meyer lemon olive oil in the bottom of the pan, cleaned the asparagus, Put it in the pan, rolled it around, drizzled a little bit more of the lemon olive oil over it, and then put sea salt on top of it. Popped it in the oven, seven minutes, pulled it out, stirred the asparagus, seven minutes more, absolutely delicious vegetables to have with my scrambled eggs this morning, and then also extra vegetables left over for my husband and or my son to enjoy as well. Now, I could have even done two bunches and had even more vegetables ready during the day. So the other tip is I always have the big bin of washed, organic field greens, washed and ready to go, so I can simply throw them on a plate. This does a number of things, keeps the fiber up, keeps the nutrients up, and there is nothing for the wonderful volume and filling effect of high-quality vegetables to keep me happy and satisfied. So what we're looking for is instead of overstimulating the appetite, what we're looking for is ways to satisfy the appetite because when we're eating foods that keep us satisfied, we never get into that wild and crazy place where you start to reach for anything that's around you. Another insight that I want to give you today is my son and I were at the mall yesterday and I, did, I ate something that was sugar-freedom friendly, it was um, a salad with some steak, some avocado, a little bit of cream cheese, and some sauteed vegetables. Unfortunately, because it wasn't food I prepared at home, I had the strange sensation of being full without being satisfied. So, this is the paradox that we seem to deal with, those of us who have been overweight. As you know, I was obese for seven years, and I really do believe that what I had was a dysregulation of my appetite. The foods that I that I was eating weren't satisfying, so I tended to overeat every day. So now I turn to satisfying foods that I prepare myself. And this keeps me full and happy, keeps me on track, and joyfully has kept me right around my goal weight for over six years. So those are my strategies for you today. Write down what you're going to eat. Try this recipe that you find at Vogue.com for your Thanksgiving turkey if you're in the U.S., and don't forget to spend wonderful time with friends and family, reach out, and don't forget to relax and be thankful. So thank you for tuning in to, for your Monday motivation from the Sugar Freedom Show, and I'm Catherine Gordon from SugarFreedom.com. Bye-bye, everybody.